0: you're listening to the mito podcast i am ashley and i'm megan and today our guest is allison hi allison how are you good uh tell us a little bit about yourself like what what uh where how old you are where are you from i am uh, like two weeks away from being 20 and i live in oregon you said three weeks away from turning 20? Yep. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm excited. Are you going to do anything special for your birthday? Um, probably not, just
1: because I might have a one of my friends too. She's with her grandparents a lot of the time. So she's either at home or with her grandparents. So she's tries to keep them safe with everything with covid so her and i are seeing if schedule wise if she can come over because she is uh, two years younger than me um so she has days where she has school
0: yeah well i hope that you guys get to do something even if it's having dinner over zoom you got to do something for your birthday yeah, sounds good. We'll see. <laughs> so, uh, Allison, what kind of mito do you have? Um, mitochondrial myopathy, complex one deficiency. Okay. And how old were you when you were diagnosed? Like two. Yeah, two. Okay. Do you know how you were diagnosed? Like, did you have genetic testing or what was the process? We, we did the blood work first, but then
1: it wasn't showing enough in the blood of exactly what it was. So then I had to have a G2 placed. So they're like, well, since you have to go under for that, we'll do a muscle biopsy. And the muscle biopsy is what showed
0: exactly what it was. So for me, it shows that more in the muscle than in the blood. Okay. Uh, Do you still have your G tube or was that Um, only?
1: Yes, I I physically can't swallow pills. It's, we've tried. (laughs) Um, It's just my body knows it's a pill and it's like, nope, you're not swallowing
0: this.
1: (laughs) So I pretty much only use it for meds and a little bit of nutrition
0: because I haven't been
1: feeling good. So I'll do like two ounces.
0: The formula in the morning and then that's
1: it i eat the rest of the day
0: and i i'm sorry megan were you gonna say something um i was just gonna say i bet it's nice too just to be able to get the extra hydration like water and stuff like that
1: there uh, we've been dealing a lot so far with 2021 um we're dealing with a little bit of um nausea and abdominal pain and so that was the start of a flare up of some kind in January. So we're doing a couple days of diluted formula feeds and just all liquids to see if that's, and if it's a flare up again, or if it's something else. Has that been helping at all? Um, I don't know so far, started it today because last night I got kept up till like two in the morning with abdominal pain oh
0: I'm sorry I'm sorry
1: so it's just like then my nausea medication didn't want to work for a little bit and then it finally worked so it's just like dealing with a lot of things with meds right And we're just trying to make sure everything's we yeah have we have a lot of equipment and And then I also suffer from migraines. So we've been dealing with the migraines again. So I have sleep apnea. And in 2019, when I was in the hospital, I got, before I got discharged, I got a Trilogy sent home with me. So that has my sleep apnea machine settings on it now. And we have an oximeter. So every now and then we do the oximeter for a couple nights to make sure there's no problems. And we, the neuro, my neuro, <laughs> neurologist agreed that we should try with our idea of trying with having the oximeter on for a couple nights to make sure the migraines weren't being caused by my body being in, under stress due to the settings needing to be adjusted. Wow, that is a lot. Yeah, we have, we live in a rental and we have two linen closets upstairs. One of them's all mine. All my, we buy some of my meds in bulk, like the CoQ10, my allergy meds, my calcium. Um, And then I get my meds filled a little bit before I need them. So if something happens that okay i'm not in a rush to get the medication no, so we great. store we have a suitcase in there that has been the one that lately we use whenever we're packing a ton of medical stuff because okay, if we're traveling let's take all spare stuff spare meds that i might need everything and so it amounts to a lot and we get the costco coq10 so those bottles are huge yeah (laughs) they take up the most room and then i have two sets of hosing for the trilogy ones that are used with the ventilator with the humidifier and then ones that are like the normal tubing for any sleep apnea machine so dresser in my closet has spare it has spare Kleenex because I have to keep Kleenex like everywhere in my room and then my nebulizer and all of its stuff um and then another drawer is just filled to the brim of stuff for my trilogy besides the other the blue hoses those are in the med closet but it's like there's a lot and it's like when we rearranged stuff we literally had to downsize we had so many extra kits for the nebulizer some we got that weren't ones that we needed to use for it so we got rid of those we go through every couple of months okay is there anything expired Is there anything that looks like it might be broken, meaning I can't use it? We With my G-tube, I have to keep extra supplies on hand because I do bolus feeds, um, which is I prefer over pump feeds. I used to be on a pump. Um, It's just so much you have to keep on hand. Extra extension kits, extra of the 60cc syringes, extra med syringes. And I use a lot of med syringes a month as it is. And then you have the extra ones that I might need for my other liquid meds because everything is the liquid. Or like a like I'm on Cymbalta for pain. That's my newest addition. So it's the capsule that you open so it's just like keep extra med cups to put, open the capsule into so I don't have to do it when I'm sitting down. I do it at the dresser. I have these two wire shelves that I got at like Bimart and it has everything that I might need. I have barrier wipes for around my tube because sometimes when it leaks, the bile that comes out is acidic because I have a highly acidic stomach. So we have wipes up like baby wipes, the barrier wipes, gloves, and one of my inhalers, spare gauze pads, all my spare paper tape for the gauze pads, all my spare meds, um, the syringe caps. If I'm trying to get ready for an appointment day where I have to take my meds because I take them three times a day, And then I have to get what I have to travel with my meds during for a trip for going to a doctor's appointment. I have to take a cold medication. So I have to take a Ziploc baggie to put the tube and syringe in to be able to do the meds. The one medication that's not refrigerated. And then I ordered a insulin little thing so you can travel with your cold insulin And it fits my cold medication perfectly. Good. It works. And it's better than taking a huge lunch bag when I only need a little tiny thing for one cold medication. Yeah. So it's like we have a whole setup for it's easier to pack now having the dresser in the closet because the stuff used to be mostly outside of my room. And then now all the stuff that I mainly need like I'm not I'm more prone to need the nebulizer than other stuff that's and then I have my cough assist up above in my closet with its bag so if we need to travel with it or if I need it it's in my room because when I need the nebulizer more than likely I also need my inhaler and then also, the cough says to keep my lungs clear because I'm more prone for aspiration pneumonia than regular pneumonia. So I don't get vaccinated for the normal pneumonia because no matter what, I'm going to get the aspiration pneumonia more than likely. So that's just one thing my doctors agreed. Well, you don't have to get this vaccine because you're more prone for this type of pneumonia and you can't vaccinate for... Aspiration pneumonia. They're like, it's not worth it. But we we literally go through everything. When we moved in this place, my aunt and uncle for Christmas got me a mini fridge because meds that have to be cold. And then it's a two story. So I've done, I did online school when we moved in here. So we were also able to put snacks and drinks, water, juice, whatever I needed. So I wouldn't have to go up and down the stairs. My aunt also got me a printer that I could print from my iPad because I would do school on my laptop or my iPad because it was a whole lot easier doing it on my iPad when I have an appointment day. Um, I always made it up, made it up and to finish high school quicker um but she's got me a cheap like one of the cheaper ones that could print from an apple device
0: that's really good I
1: have to go downstairs or my mom and my brother wouldn't have to bring up but I it out because that's just I worked a lot at night on school that was just my best time it sounds weird it's like I don't like being up in the morning I'm a night owl through and through I will literally be in my bed on my iPad just playing because I either can't get to sleep because my ADHD so there's nights I'll be up in bed for hours not because of pain or not being able to get comfortable because my brain does not want to shut down yeah my brother's ADHD too and he is trying to get back on meds because of school and was like, around Christmas, he's like, I can't even focus on a project I wanted to do. I need to get back on meds. Like, if I can't focus on something I want to do, how am I going to be able to focus on school?
0: So, no.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, Allison, is anyone else in your family affected by MIDA? No. No, you're the only one?
1: Yeah, we we don't know any. There could
0: be. But more likely, no. I'm the only one. You have one brother? Yes. And he wasn't tested? Um, they, When my mom wanted to get him
1: tested, they wouldn't do it because he's not showing any symptoms. Even though his older sister and only other sibling has it confirmed in blood and in the muscle, They wouldn't do it. They're like, well, he's not showing any symptoms. I'm like, but if you test, then you could get him help sooner if they're well. He is a fairly active 17-year-old. He did four years of wrestling. And then one year of football in middle school. I think he did four years of yeah, four years of wrestling, because he did all of middle school um his patella they don't like his patellas don't like staying in the groove so he gets a lot of knee pain from that so that's he that's why he quit sports he's like i'm not gonna do this to myself it hurts
0: yeah dude welcome to my world (laughs) Uh, when you when you got tested when you were two years old your brother is is two years younger than you did they find out about mito when your mom was pregnant with your brother
1: um they
0: knew about me
1: having it when she was pregnant with him i was born march of 01 and he was born in november of 03
0: okay okay
1: so yeah they already had some idea about Mido after i got diagnosed while he was pregnant it,
0: yeah it sounds like it was right around the same time so yeah they might have not tested him for that reason too um, but you also mentioned that you are on, you or you just, I don't know if you just started it, but you'd also take formula when you, when you bolus feed, what, well, do you know what kind of formula it is? Um, the formula I'm on right now, I've been doing formula feeds for years. We
1: first did night feeds and then that stopped helping. Then we went to, we got a backpack pump. So I could do day feeds. And in 2016, um, that summer for me, it was really hot. So I couldn't handle my feeds that summer. Had a hard time getting back on track. Afterwards, I barely had lost any weight from that spring to that fall that my doctor's like, Okay, you know, you barely lost any weight. You're having a hard time getting back on track on your feeds. Maybe let's see what you can do without pump feeds. I hit 99 pounds in August without the pump. I still do formula feeds, but my GI, She's is like, ever since getting off the pump, you've learned your body a whole lot more because I have to listen to it like okay I'm hungry I need to eat or I'm not feeling good I need to go take like my nachi meds or one of my other meds or oh it's time to go do meds it's not like I'm putting them into the pump and waiting them for them to go through I do them yeah And she's like well I'm not requiring you to do formula feeds anymore you're eating you've clearly gained 33 pounds yeah 33 pounds well, that's good. In almost five years, no, four years, almost four years, five years this year. Um, so she's like, "You listen to your body." I bring stuff up. I brought stuff up to her when I kind of figured out something might be going on. She's like, "You listen to your body. You're not gonna do anything stupid." And because she knows I don't like feeling crappy. Um, So she's like, don't do them unless you feel like they're necessary. So, of course, with me not feeling good, I'm going to do it because I might not feel good enough to eat enough throughout the day. I can't do them at night anymore. My body gets so tired by the end of the day. It's too much for my body at night. But right now, this formula is 2-cal HM because I can't handle a high volume of formula feeds when I do them, so we do the higher-calorie
0: formula. You also, um, when you and I were talking just over texting, you were talking about how you also take naps every day. Do you want to talk about that? Um. Lately, I've been up.
1: this year so far, I've been napping almost every single day. Um, I still live with my mom and my brother because of where my health is at. My mom, um, she's my, she's paid to be my caretaker because I'm over 18. And she's like, I don't care what you do, just if you need to sleep, sleep. You know, if you need to be in bed, do it. Um, because we've gotten to a point where it's like, okay, if you're tired, don't force yourself to stay awake. Yeah. Because when I'm tired, my stomach slows down. So I'm like, okay, if I need, my body needs a little bit of a pick-me-up that I feel better afterwards. And... Lately, of course, I have a dog that sleeps with me, and we fight for the bed, and she's not a big dog. <laughs> Dachshund. <laughs> he finds a way to get me towards the edge of my bed. <laughs> Don't know how she does it, but she does it. Um, So we fight for the bed equally throughout the night, Um, but she's 12 this year. So she's an old girl. She's All she likes really doing is calm. Sometimes she'll have puppy energy which the nine-year-old dogs who will be nine this year love. Surprisingly, those two have a puppy energy all the time. And one of them has arthritis in his back and his tail. Yeah, that dog surprises me. But he's my dog, so that just makes the most sense. Um, but the dogs like it when I nap, especially the doc said, because she's like I'm tired. She's sleeping all <laughs> day. And I'm like I'll say I. She was my great grandmother's dog, and then after she passed, my aunt and uncle took her in, and then after my aunt passed away, my uncle kept her, but he works the like graveyard shift. At um tech equipment, and he's been working a lot of overtime because they're having a hard time finding a day driver, so they need him to come in and tour. So he's like early home. So when COVID started and us being home all the time, and him being at work more, she got sick. So we were gonna have her for a little while, you know, get her back on her feet, gain back a little weight, make sure she was recovering well. And then my mom has told him, she's like, you're not getting the dog back. <laughs> he doesn't mind because when she's an old girl, she just wants to sleep all day. Mm-hmm. And she loves company. She doesn't like being alone. Yeah. So we have to leave that house. The, she likes it because she has the other dog, two dogs. And she would protest being left home alone. So she would have to be put in her kennel because of how she would protest. But, no, she just cuddles. She's, so when I don't feel good at I need a nap, I'm like, if she's downstairs, we have to make sure my dog doesn't come up the stairs. He likes to protest when he's ornery. Mm-hmm. He will poop in the house for no reason. Aww. So he's like, I'm going to be hungry and I'm going to film. So we have to keep them all downstairs. But the dog, and she's very well behaved. So is the other dog. My dog, mind you, is the honorary one. Um, My mom will be like, Chapa, want to go to bed with Allie? And she will come running. That dog will run. <laughs> so it's like my mom takes the baby gate and that's her bye and so i'll call her i'll call her up the stairs and trouble come on let's go back let's go to bed and seek a nap and
0: she just runs up the stairs that's really cute um i'm not alone you mentioned so i know you said that when you guys moved into that that place that you started doing school online what was school like before you did that um Well, I did all of
1: middle school online because in the fifth grade I got, when I was in public school, I got looking off because someone didn't vaccinate their kid to protect them from it. I got vaccinated. Mine My doctors are amazing and make sure they get everything I need. But I got it because the parents sent their kid to school. I'm like, so my mom's like, okay, you know what? That's just do online school because one, then I'm not missing any school due to appointments, hospital stays, whatever, or mm-hmm. family emergencies. Um, so I actually liked online school because I could go at my own pace. <laughs> I did high school. I tried to go back my freshman year because I had finally gotten my power chair. So I've osteoporosis and I'm all fall risk, I'm clumsy. Um mind you I will walk into things. <laughs> my mom was like, watch where I'm walking. I'm like, I'm trying my feet go that way. I'm clumsy, it's just how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did the first semester in one class today. It was a week. Um stick at the highest grade in the class. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it was a creative writing class. And then second semester, we went to core classes a science class and a health class okay GI issues started happening I missed too much school so I dropped out mid-semester because it's just like I missed too much to make it up in both classes I would have to retake them anyway and then we were able to deal with whatever we needed to help wise for the rest of the school year without the pressure of making sure I'm going to school and I'm getting everything done and then, so I only got a half a credit my freshman year. Went back to online school. I did 23 and a half credits in two school years. Because I, when I'm bored, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll find something to do. I'll do school. It's like my teacher's like, the teacher I had, she's like, I kind of use you as an example. I have a student with health issues that's busy with school and her health and there's trouble come here the dachshund she found her way
0: come on Does my you- trouble <laughs> is crawling behind me too hold on I'm gonna start yelling trouble <laughs> come on get up here here's my trouble he he comes in while we do podcasts and is really really loud <laughs> Well, treble is the dachshund, and she
1: just likes to cuddle. (laughs) Oh, no. There's the other ones. Um, But, you know, it's just online school for me seemed to be the best thing. I loved it because I got more variety in the electives. Because, like, in public school, there's, like, electives, like, I couldn't do. Like, there was, I think, like, a yoga one in my online, like, Physical health related ones, and I'm not doing those.
0: <laughs>
1: but there was like one well, relating to like PTOT and all that kind of like therapies and stuff. And I'm like, I'm cheating the game. It's like, I'm putting PT and OT and I've done hippotherapy and it's just like. So I found my way, and like those electives that made going through school that much easier, and trying to get done by time I turned 18 because I was held back a year in public school. Um, so I would have graduated last school year. Yes, yeah. But I did pretty much all of high school in two school years because it's like, I would do school on the weekends. I would do school on holidays. It's like, I'm not busy and I have free time and I can't make up my mind to feel then I'll just do school. You mentioned you got a really good grade in creative writing. What are some of the things that you enjoy doing? Do you like writing? Is that something that you... Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. I'm trying to get back into it. It's been giving me a hard time, like writer's block. I'm like, what do I write about? It's like, there's so many ideas. And I have so much free time with COVID and everything because pretty much all my appointments are virtual. So I was like, I have so much free time. And then here comes another dog. Hi Scooby. He was like, what you doing? Um, but no, it's just online school. I had so much fun. And I'm glad that I did it because the aunt that I told you about that passed away, she passed away of cancer. So doing online school meant that I could take my schoolwork and go up and spend like a week
0: with her, like one week a month. That's really good that you had that ability to go and spend that time with her.
1: My uncle loved it because then one or someone there for her. And while he's at work during the night time someone was there with her and she the second round um which is the round she lost you um kind of was tying her out more and she's like I don't know how you do it being tired or not being able to do everything you want I'm like I've adopted that I just learned that I can't always do everything I want I just have to take it." you know, one step at a time. So it's like, okay. I could tell when she would start not feeling good, I'm like, just go sit down and take it easy. Take a little bit of a break. Um, And she had really bad anxiety. So sometimes when I was there, she would have an anxiety attack. And I was one of the only ones that could truly, fully calm her down. I knew where she kept her meds. I'm like, okay, here, do you need your meds? Just, you know, let's take it easy, you know. Do you calm out, We'll go cuddle with the animals and just
0: watch a movie. Just be calm. So you no. Know, That's really great that she had you to get through all of that. I can imagine how hard that was. I can
1: understand how hard it is dealing with stuff like that. But no, online school, one made it so I was less prone to getting sick, which I've gotten sick less over the years being out of public school than when I was in public school, which I'm like, okay, that's a good, you know, that's a good, you know, win-win situation. Yeah. Why not home all the time? I make my own schedule. I can work around appointments, and I'm not missing school. But I was able to be there for my aunt and for my uncle because I was able to be there when he wasn't, when she wasn't feeling good.
0: Yeah. So,
1: no, school, I actually really didn't mind school. (laughs) Um, I would actually test out of classes. Cool. That's so good. That you're able to I, would, do that. I would be able to test out of what I knew. Test out of. I had a lot of history and science. <laughs> That's my strong points. Those were my strong points besides like reading and writing. Um, but I just try and find time to chill with the dogs, um, watch movies or whatever and just take time for myself. I love doing art projects. Like, I have a whole flipping load of, like, coloring books and stuff to do art-wise. It's just something that I find is fun. It gets, you know, me being able to use
0: my time to be
1: creative and I can do things creatively. Um, But no, it's just... I read a lot. I have a lot of little boys and Nancy Drew books. I love true crime shows, documentaries, podcasts, YouTube videos. It's just I love like mystery stuff. That's my biggest thing. I'm a huge mystery buff, even if it's fake, but I love the true crime mystery stuff quite awesome quite a lot i do too those are my favorite i don't it's just you get to learn a story about someone and it's like i watched a youtube video from cr- tr- true crime about how the um like when you have to be how it came to be of the sexual predator um like database and whose story in case made that come true and i'm like i never knew that and it's so good that that youtuber did the research on the story did it the right way and not bad-mouthing the person that passed away um and share people how that came to be
0: yeah So if you had to give any advice
1: to any other um, young adults or even adults uh, about
0: Mido, what would you give them?
1: Just don't stress about the hard things. Take time for yourself and just do what you wanna do, but also schedule time to have downtime to
0: rest and recharge. If you need it throughout today, I think that's a great message, Allie. Thank you. Well, thank you for being with us today. We appreciate you so much for reaching out and for allowing us to talk to you on the podcast and just hearing your story. It's been fun. Good. I'm glad. Well, if you guys are listening in, you just heard Allie on the Mido podcast. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can reach us at MidoPodcast at gmail.com you can find us on facebook you can find us on instagram and you can find us on youtube um and i think that's it did you have anything else you wanted to say ali no i uh, wrapped it up really good <laughs> perfect all right we hope everybody's having a great day morning afternoon evening whatever time it is that you are tuning in thank you